It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, what a game, hey? What a uh, grand final. Uh, as I said earlier, they uh, certainly have saved, I think, the best until last. We had a, a season up and down, didn't we? Um, a season, I guess, of score blowouts, but then the finals really turned it on. Uh, they say that uh, defence wins big games. Well, Penrith can certainly uh, lay claim to that. Throughout the final series, they um, have had brick wall defence. In fact, throughout the season, the same can be said for that. Joining us on the line now is uh, Brett Finch, who's played in a few grand finals. He's won a premiership himself. Thanks for joining us, Finch. I mean, mate, what a game. You must have enjoyed calling that. Yeah, it was a beauty one, mate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny how a season of so many tries and, and trying to speed the game up and and make it more uh, geared towards attack. There's no doubt the, the semi-finals were, were officiated like the game was a few years back, and it was just to drag them down, knock them out of fair. And, mate, you, you, with all the skill and talent and trick shots and, and all the, the things that go on the highlight reel, and you've been around footy yourself for a long time, mate, so is your family. There's no substitute for... You know, for, for guts and, and heart and being brave and tough and, and have mm. how much you actually want it and you're willing to sacrifice. And both teams showed that in, in bucket loads. And, and, it, and it was absolutely great to see. You know, Penrith had as much ball to win 10 games. You know, and the Bunnies, where we've been, I've certainly been critical in the past of, you know, they've had a mentality to, well, you score 20, we'll score 30. Mm. You know, their defence and... and and how hard they worked for each other was superb. But Penrith, they went the hard way. And look, they just beat Parramatta, just beat Melbourne. Uh, and again, I think they missed 50-odd tackles last night, but they kept working for each other and turning up for each other and, and never giving in. Uh, mm. And again, you're, you're right, well, like you said, defence in, in a season where it's all been attacking the records around try scoring for individuals and clubs, you know, in the end, defence wins premierships. And yeah. uh, Penrith certainly deserved that. That was superb in the last month. It seemed, Finchie, that, that Penrith had a, a stack more ball. But but actually, the stats, when you look at them, I think they only had 52%. So not a whole lot more ball. But, you, you know, it, it's the transitions, isn't it? Um, both, yeah. great, both great kicking games, Nathan and Adam, right? Both had really good kicking mm. games. But it's the transitions where you turn that ball over, and, exactly. and 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 the other end of that argument is is your back three, and and they can negate another number seven's good kicking game, and um, that's where that's where Penrith were, were, were so much better, weren't they? You're a hundred percent right, Wyatt. And, and you know you can turn an average attacking set into a great attacking set with a kick, and yep. Nathan Cleary did that all game long. Their attack wasn't as good as it's been in the past, um, but. He finished his set superbly with his kicks. And all night, South, it would have been just like Groundhog Day. They were coming out of their own end, coming out of their own end. Mm. You know, in the first 15 minutes, he got three repeat sets and, and five repeat sets for the game. Mm. I don't think I got five repeat sets in 15 years huh. of first grade. You know, he, and he's done that in the grand final for yeah. a young kid to come up with the right play. And, and I'll, I'll throw Jerome Luai in the mix too because he, he did some lovely kicks in the second half as well. Mm. It just... It, it, it put so much polish on their sets and sets that weren't great attacking wise, but finished with a high quality kick and, and really just suffocated South. And I think 
they reminded me so much of Melbourne and experienced teams do this where they, they realise that the ref, well, the ref's putting the whistle in his pocket. You know, he, mm. this is going to be a bit different. We're going to get a bit more time on the ground. We're going to get a bit more time to wrestle. And they used that to, to their advantage. Their line speed was great. They dominated South Ruck and really gave them no chance to build any momentum. Um, and it was a superb performance from them. They were fantastic, Dennis. I don't think I've seen a, a kicking game as polished as that in, well, um, maybe even ever. Yeah, and, and mate, and you know the best thing about it, he just he comes up with a high percentage play. You know, there's no trick shots, there's no banana kicks, there's no chip and chase. You know, it's you know I'm going to put it there and I'm going to put it on the spot. And, mm. and the best thing about him is whether you give him all day to kick or whether there's three blokes coming down, he's breathing down his neck, putting kick pressure, he still executes it perfectly. Yeah. Um, and in the end, you know that was the difference. And, and and Nathan, I've seen him play far better games in attack. His control and the way he finished their sets was the difference in the game. His kicking game was unbelievable. And to think it's, you know, he's only 23 years of age, uh, it's an, an unbelievable performance. Mm. And he almost, you know, overcompensated, didn't he? Uh, you know, missed a few tackles too, but that's he's, he's mm. got one shoulder, really. One's hanging by a thread, they, yeah. they reckon. Um, yeah, but what a game, and, and quite deserving that the Clive Churchill goes to, to Nathan. Mm. Who are some other players you, you thought maybe might have been uh, been in consideration for, for Clive Churchill medal? Yeah, I, I thought Isaiah Yeo was tremendous. Mm. He's so important to that game, uh, and that, sorry, that team. And, and what I love about Penrith is that they're senior players, that they're leaders. They're mainly in the forward packs, so Coruscant and Fisher-Harris and Yeo and Capewell. You know, they set such a tough, solid standard for that team. Um and it allows, you know, your Clearies and your uh, Jerome Luai's and to- these young kids to just play a bit of footy off the back. They were superb. Cam Murray was superb. I thought Katie Walker was tremendous mm. for limited opportunities with the ball. Um, his try, mate, that is one of the greatest grand final tries I've ever seen. Mm. Um, it was Laurie yeah, Daly like, wasn't it? It was, mate. And it reminded me of the Stacey Jones's try in, in the A2 grand final against the Roosters. Um, and again, you know, I, I tip me hats to Penrith. I was a part of a Roosters team. We they played four grand finals out of five years, early two thousands, and only won one. And I was a part of two grand finals. You lose, and you look back on history, and that team's never mentioned in history. What you know, mm. it's never, but we had great dominance for four or five years. Because you only win one, there's no, you don't get the recollection or, or the, the credit you deserve. Penrith have dominated for two years, and mm. I'm glad they've got themselves a ring to show for their hard work because. Um, again, like last year, they, they dominated last year, 17 in a row. So, mm. um, you know, they certainly deserve um, a ring and they've worked hard for it. Just shows you, doesn't it? You know, um, the history books, you, you don't really remember the runners-up, those that lost the grand finals and, and you lost a couple there. And people will yeah. be talking about, about this great Penrith team. But um, they'll mm. also know this grand final, probably Finchie, uh, for that pass that, that Cody Walker threw. Um, mm. Like it or not, that's going to be probably the takeaway from from that, that grand final. Um, mm. I feel a bit for Cody, and he was playing so well. And I read an article today, up until about the 65th minute, he was probably riding contention for the Clive Churchill himself. Oh, without a doubt. And, you know, if if Renee kicks that goal from the sideline and maybe knocks over, you know, they win the next yeah. time or he gets a field goal, Cody probably gets the award. And one thing about Cody, they're not in the in the hunt without him either. You know, that mm. he scores a try after he throws that intercept. And that was on the back of unbelievable pressure from Penrith. That's what the pressure does because Cody realises, look, I'm going to have to have a shot out of my own end because... 
we're not getting any chances down there. So he's got to roll the dice. Crichton come up with a massive play. But to Cody's credit, and this shows the mentality of the player, he comes right back and sets up a try to give him a shot at the end of the game as well. So, um, you know, while I know what Cody's like, he'll be blaming himself. Um, the season he had and the game he had, he should be extremely proud because a bit like Nathan Cleary last year mm. with the intercepts, you know, like they take it to heart and they blame themselves. But like last year, the, the Penrith wouldn't have been in that position without Nathan either. They, they're both players, um, and Cody especially, he had a, another marvellous year and should be proud of what he's done for the Bunnies. Can can Cody be as good as, as Cody has been without Adam Reynolds at the club? Well, it's really important what what the bunnies put around him. What 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 Cody why Renault is so important to Cody is because Renault takes care of all the organising, you know? And lets Cody play the way Cody does. Pick apart the team, take take opportunities when he sees it. He doesn't have to worry about organising, you know, he leaves that to Renault. So now with Adam gone, you don't want an inexperienced kid in there where Cody has to think he needs to do his job, you know? Mm. Um so it's really important whoever they put in there, whether it's Milford or if Benji goes around again, or there's young Taff, or, or what mm. they do, but but you can't, you know, weaken a position to strengthen another one. You can't have Cody having to do the halfback play because the, the, he's not doing it properly. Because then that's going to take away from his strengths as you know one of the best five eights in our game. Mm. Um, you know, I don't think you can throw Milf. That's probably not his go, is it? The, the game yeah, management. Well, yeah, but I'll tell you what, you, it, it it is something Benji could handle. You know, maybe. Oh, the only thing probably against. Uh, Benji, could he do it for 24 weeks yeah. at his age? You know, there's no mm. doubt this. We've seen Benji come in at times during the year and, and Cody went to fullback, especially early in the year. He was superb. So there's no doubt Benji still got it. Um, you know, the hard thing at, at that age to do it for, for 24 weeks. But that's it's really important whoever they put there knows that this is their job and they have to do that job because you don't want Cody having to do both jobs for the halves because then it's going to take his focus off. Um, you know, that's sort of... Uh, free footy or that ad-lib footy, heads-up footy that he's so good at mm. playing. It just uh, a remarkable end of the season and season for, for South Sydney, you know. Um, 50 points put on them a couple of times and everyone was saying no. Yeah. And, and then no Latrell. Yeah. And again, people were saying, well, well, now it's definitely no. But there was only two, yeah. two points in it. Two points in it, you know. It's a game of split seconds, you know. A couple more inches lofted on that pass from Cody. Or, or if, if Adam puts that, that last-ditch uh, kick over and we could be talking mm. about South Sydney being... Um, being the Premier's, um, a, a crazy, crazy sort of game, wasn't it? Um, let me ask you this. If Latrell, it's hypothetical, it's a what if, it's probably a stupid yeah. question, but I'll ask it anyway. If Latrell plays, are Penrith still the champs? Um, well, I hate to talk in hypothetical. Yeah, I know. But I'll tell you what Latrell does give them. A lot of times people think, oh, you lose Latrell, you lose that X factor and the ability to tries and things like that. Of course you do. Yeah, but I what Latrell that. does, and which they missed last night, is bringing the ball back. Yep. You know, he's such a big body wire that you're not going to ragdoll him like they did with young Taff. And I'll give credit to Taff. He kept coming all night long. I thought he, he was tremendous mm. for a kid in his ninth game. But what Latrell does is he carries the ball so strong and starts your set so well. Um, you're on the front foot straight away. And what it then does too is, for someone like Nathan Cleary, he's got to readjust his kicking because he can't, well, I can't kick it to Latrell. Mm. You know what I mean? Where, mm. you know, with a young fullback and, and a young winger, certainly on Paul on that edge, Mm. You know, virtually, you know, Nathan had 70% of the field where he could land his kicks because he, he, he had the two targets to go at. With Latrell, you know, you've you got to 
be careful of what kick you do because if you don't get it right, he's bringing it back and he can hurt you. So yeah. there's no doubt that was uh, a huge loss for him. But, you know, I was with you. Uh, once they lost him, I didn't even think they'd go anywhere near the grand final. So mm. uh, any of the South supporters, they should be extremely proud. And and, and if you're a Penrith supporter, mm. you know, you're over the moon and rightly so. Yeah, absolutely. And just with that hypothetical in Latrell, I know it's a bit of a stupid thing, but, you know, my opening question to you, and I think we're on the same page there, that Penrith's, Penrith's back three were a lot more, uh, made a lot more impact, didn't they? A lot more damaging than yeah. South Sydney's back three. And that may well be where the game was decided. And uh, you throw uh, 100%. And that was so important. That's where they dominated the kick chase plus one and two, the first couple of tackles. They won them virtually every time. Mm. And what Penrith did, I think they realised that they shifted Crichton out of the centres. And Crichton's probably a better centre than Monroski, but he's a better winger than what they've got. He's a big body. He carries the ball strong. Um, they moved him to the wing for that reason. And um, to start their sets. And, you know, obviously, Mum is a, a really good, solid centre. Mm. Did a good job defensively. But but you're right. It's such an important start. A part, important part of our game now is starting our sets. Uh, Toto's obviously one of the best in the game, but they've really had a huge advantage in that department, Panthers. Oh, and what a game from Toto. What a season. And, and what an ending to uh, proposing to his girlfriend um, after the grand final there on the pitch. I mean, you've got to be a bit creative, haven't you, when you do uh, propose. I've only done it once, and I won't be doing it again. Mm. I'll, I'll tell you that nah. right now. What if she said no? That would have put a bit of on things, wouldn't it? G- but hang on. What if, what if they lose? Was the proposal going ahead as well anyway? Yeah, I don't know. Well, where was the ring as well? Did he have played in his sock? Well, I don't I, know. Mate, the, if the grand finals I played, they just consumed my whole thinking <laughs> that week. So, And that just goes to show the young kids these days, he's relaxed, he has fun. Yeah. You know, not only is he planning on running for 250 metres in the grand final, he's prepared, uh, planning a proposal and he, he pulled them both off. So well done. Oh, man. what a double hit. What a double hit. And finally, yeah. mate, the refereeing, the, the, the whistleblower, Jared Sutton, it's good that we're not talking about the refereeing, are we? So he must have had a good game I think but sort of put the whistle away in the second half is is that the way we yeah. should we should see the games being played during the regular season next year or refereed rather yeah again well I've got no problem with how we ref but my problem is it's totally different to how all these rules were put in place this year you know yeah. um it was referee in the back end of the season once you know there's no more blowouts um you know the, the rucks were a lot more scrappier and, and slower which is okay um again it's probably not something we've seen all year but um, you know, one thing you get in those big games, and, and which we should have, is, is that you let the players decide it, and that's that's what happened. One of the all-time great grand finals, Finchie, huh? Certainly was, mate. You know, they had it all the same storylines in it with Wayne, and mm. um, you know, obviously with Nathan and Ivan, and COVID all year, and, and it was absolute beauty. We had one of the best grand final tries, and, and an absolute ripper of a game. So, yeah, a perfect way to, to end a, a crazy season, and. Um, you know, Penrith, uh, I'm sure they're celebrating right now and rightly so. Well, Finchie, you've been great all season, mate, as well. So uh, well done to you and, and thanks uh, for, for all your time as well when you've you've joined me from time to time as well, mate. And thanks for joining me tonight on, on Higher Ground. Anytime. Uh, my pleasure, mate.